Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, I am so excited because I'm interviewing the owner of an iconic brand. You're going to meet the owner of Golden Chick next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, it's not every day that you get to interview the owner of such an iconic brand like Golden Chick, so I'm super excited to introduce Mark Parmerly. Mark, thanks for coming on the show. Well, thank <laughs> you, Jeff. It's, it really is my pleasure. You, you've been a, a local uh, industry leader uh, for a long time, so I, I, I really welcome the opportunity. Well, it, that means a lot coming from a legend uh, in, in restaurants like you. So uh, help me, I want to make sure I got this right. Did you invent or at least um, can share some claim to the chicken tender? Uh, golden fried chicken started in 1967. I happened to buy the chain in 1989. Um, Sometime before me, uh, the chicken tenderloin um, was actually a surplus product when they deboned the breast. Um, and so uh, we, I, I think a salesman said, well, you know, these guys aren't very smart. Let, let's see if we can dump these chicken tenderloins on them. And so that, that became um, an addition to the menu where we would uh, bred those tenderloins and they became uh, uh, golden tenders. And so that was, uh, you know, from that, th there are others. I, I, I would say the, there's a restaurant in Pennsylvania that claims to have done it at an earlier year. Otherwise, there's us and a chain in Florida that, that claim to have, have Oh, invented it for the quick service industry. So well, no, to me that's awesome that you created a whole new category. And I want to pull up the uh, Golden Chick website. So as we scroll down this, I mean, one, I love your branding. Um, you guys have done an amazing job marketing it. Who doesn't know your jingle, <laughs> Golden Chick? <laughs> um, the food's fantastic. Talk more about the concept and how it evolved over the years. Yeah, uh, I mentioned it, it started as golden fried chicken. Uh, when we bought it, um, I, uh, I, I always trying to look ahead and, and you know how can you improve. Uh, oddly enough, golden fried chicken was deemed to be too generic uh, to to get a, a a trademark. So, but we knew there was brand equity within golden. So golden chick was as close as we got. People think we did it to get the fried out of the name, and I, I suppose that was a, uh, a nice byproduct, but that wasn't the main reason. So um, then we set out kind of one step at a time. Um, 
trying to evolve to a little bit more. Uh, we, we were very much what I would call a fried chicken shack. Um, and, and I wanted to be more. Uh, I wanted the QSR uh, be within that segment, but, but to actually have nicer surroundings, uh, nicer food, more handcrafted food. Um, and we retained my friend Stephen Piles to help, and he, and he uh, helped develop a, a great, what we now call Golden Roast, uh, and he helped with a um, with chicken salad that actually got a Zagat Award, so wow. some of my chefy uh, friends, uh, you know, still shake their head and how did you get Zagat that recognition, and we didn't, so... Uh, I love it. We're going we're gonna to show just a little um, video from a commercial that you guys produced a, a, a short time ago. And, and um, one, I mean, the, the food is consistent, and that's something that I've discovered every time I've gone to a Golden Shake. It's always delicious. Um, talk about quality control, because you now have some 200 locations. Um, with uh, yeah, we, in fact, we just opened number 218 uh, yesterday in the Houston area. Um, and we are a, a little bit of a mini McDonald's in terms of business model. Um, we are a franchisor, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we are a landlord to a significant percentage uh, of the chain. Um, and we happen to have company stores that, that we run. So, um, you know, that, that really, you know, from a banker's perspective, sure. there's some bankers that don't like lending um, to restaurants uh, and they view us a little bit different because we're, uh, we're, we're often called asset light in the sense that we have more franchise stores than we have uh, company stores. Mark, do you ever go in as a kind of a mystery shopper and uh, go in undercover and taste your own food at a restaurant where they don't know you're coming? Yes, um, you know, and they tape me for undercover boss. Um, <laughs> they did, and, and ask what, how would you like to look? I said it's been a long time since I have hair. I'd I'd really like to <laughs> kind of look like a hippie, um, and get the long hair and and all that. So, um, but they said at the time, I guess I got approved at the producer level, but it still had to go to the network, and they they said. Um, at that time, they had a lot of restaurant uh, bosses, yeah. and and they were looking to diversify some. So anyway, I, I lost out. But here, <laughs> but here I am with you. But, hey, that's <laughs> that's bigger than undercover boss. Are right, we going to pull up a map? This comes from your website, and on this map, we can see all your locations. Talk about the strategy you use to open up a new location. How do you know? You know, when a market is saturated or um, needs another one? Well, we use uh, a psychographic model uh, through, a, through a third party vendor uh, who has literally taken all of our restaurants uh, at the top of the list and the bottom of the list. And then um, there are these databases have uh, typically 64 buckets with some really kind of fun names, but it's, it's broken up by demographics. Um, and then they've analyzed, said, well, you're really good stores, uh, are in these, say, 10 buckets. 
And, but, that, but they're not in these, and your underperformers are in these buckets, but they don't have some or most of the buckets that the high volume ones do. So that, that ends up being a predictive model for us, and then we can use it to actually uh, pinpoint where we need to be. Um, you know, the vast majority of our stores are in Texas, uh, and we've been trying to to grow that footprint. Um, we were called at, uh, the Walmart of chicken, which was interesting as I got on a plane to go to Guadalajara and I see my, my face and a story about the Walmart of chicken. And just by coincidence, I got bumped to number two because it announced the death of Sam Walton, who was the founder of Walmart. Wow, so, uh, that's super But cool. there was a time where most of our stores were in towns of less than 10,000 people. Um, and, and a la a Walmart, it, the, their strategy always was to go out into the rural markets and the suburbs of a TV market. And then from there, uh, that gave them a TV base th that allowed them to, to compete and, and have um, media weight um, in the more urban areas, and we've done that as well. I, and at this point, we are approaching 100 stores in the Dallas-Fort Worth TV market. Um, and we uh, have some markets that we just break into. Uh, it may just be cable, but um, for Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, and Houston, we, we actually have TV weight. Um, and then we have uh, stores in Oklahoma, uh, we have one in Louisiana, one in uh, uh, Florida, um, but we have uh, several under development in Louisiana, and we have a couple under construction in Mississippi, um, and are working on a development agreement for Alabama. And, and then we have a, a franchisee who, who already owns a different brand, a hamburger brand in Las Vegas, uh, and he has purchased some sites to bring wow. Golden Chick to. Well, I love it that you're uh, still in empire building mode because um, some entrepreneurs reach a point where they say, hey, I'm good. If I just do nothing but this, I'm fine. But it sounds like you, uh, would you like to be in all 50 states? Is that the goal? One day? Uh, yeah, I, uh, and maybe if I live long enough, we will get there. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but you will, if you went back and looked at um, some old, old magazine uh, and newspaper interviews, uh, I, I have said the smart play is controlled concentric growth. Uh, I haven't always followed that, and I, I get reminded why that was good advice to myself. And so, um, but, uh, I, you know, I had the government uh, ask if I'd go to Saudi Arabia many years ago, and I said, no, no, we couldn't really handle that. We, we could today. Um, but not at the time. And then somebody in uh, Seattle uh, wanted to do one store. And I, I said, I, I, it doesn't make any sense. Our distribution, um, you know, their lack of name recognition. And the guy actually cussed me on the phone and hung up. So really? <laughs> uh, anyway, but uh, you know, as much as I like to take franchise fee money, it didn't make sense yeah. for, for him or for us. And I, I don't,
Well, I love it. So. I love it that you're an excellence guy, and you want it to do right. You want the locations to do right, and you use your gut, and it served you well. And um, I want to talk about your mascot. We're going to put this up on the screen because I love I love the personality that your mascot brings to to your concept. Okay, the mascot's name is. Clucky. Clucky. Okay, so tell me about the evolution of Clucky. When did Clucky uh, get introduced to the market? Um, well, we had, even as golden fried chicken, there was, um, uh, let's call it a chicken head yeah. that was on the building, but it had no name. So we ran a contest. And then we've updated uh, him a little bit. Um, and, and are working on that updating uh, now uh, again. Uh, so we have the, uh, there's a famous illustrator that has done um, the cheetah for Cheetos and, and anyway, he's working on a new. Well, the, you know, there's a famous story where Brad Pitt, before he became Brad Pitt, was um, at some LA restaurant dressed as a chicken. That was really one of his first gigs. Did you know that? If you, I if, did if you, not, if you Google, but maybe we need to reach out for him in case his <laughs> maybe, career and, exactly. you know, off. needs uh, another, another gig. Okay, so if, if it wasn't enough that you became a legend in restaurants uh, with Golden Chick, you have also ha got a very wildly popular concept called Jalapeno Tree. And I'm gonna put this on the screen so you can explain to the people who are not familiar with this brand, Tell us about this. Um, jalapeno tree, much much like Golden, um, is based in smaller markets. Uh, uh, the um, the founder of the chain had uh, had six locations and wanted to sell, and we bought those six, and now have expanded. We just opened up in Palestine with uh, our fifteenth location. Um, and I have a, a wonderful operating partner and friend um, who lives in Tyler and uh, does a fabulous job. And and so we, uh, it, it's full service. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, Golden Chick is a quick service with drive-through and all. Uh, Jalapeno Tree is a sit-down restaurant with bars. Uh, some of them do have windows, but it's it's typically a call-ahead type. Well, and I didn't realize that my team had such an affection for you because I found out that our head of operations uh, used to be an employee in, yes. in, in one of your locations, uh, Jacksonville, I believe, right? And then I, I learned that um, our director of first impressions was starstruck by you because of the concepts that you've rolled out. She wanted a picture with you. There are so many guests that she does not need a picture with, but she had to get a picture with you. Wow. You know, you, win, <laughs> you can win people through their stomachs. Uh, okay. so. I want to get it, give you a chance to talk about uh, philanthropy because I know that's near and dear to your heart. As I was doing research for the show, I found a wonderful video. We're going to play it, and then I'm going to have you talk about it. Let's okay. go ahead and roll the tape. Hi. Well, my dear friend and franchisee, D. Lee, has nominated me to take the ice bucket challenge for ALS. I accept this challenge uh, and I'm happy to be drenched and Golden Chick will make a donation uh, to the ALS research. Uh, I in turn want to nominate uh, my friend and partner Paul Bambury, uh, the president of uh, Alafanio Tree, uh, and my friend and partner in Golden Chick, Alan Tharp. Uh, and talking in uh, 
I'm ready when you guys are. Come to you. The comedy basses. Nope. I'll be at the meat. There we go. I, that was cold. That looked cold. Yeah, yeah but fortunately <laughs> it was a warm day. I wouldn't want to do that in January. So, uh, Okay, but it opens a conversation about philanthropy. Uh, talk about some of the other things that you're passionate about. Well, Boy Scouts. Um, my father was an Eagle Scout. Both of my sons are Eagle Scouts. Uh, I, I moved, we moved around a lot as, uh, when I was a kid. So I got Cub Scouts, uh, we blows, uh, and started, but, um, but, but never took it all the way to, to Eagle Scout. So, uh, but I, um, yeah, very passionate about that. I am on the board of the Circle 10 Council, which is the local. Um, and a, a friend, Jack Furston, and I uh, co-founded um, uh, a Boy Scout Sporting Clays tournament, uh, and we just got done with our 27th year, and we've raised over $7 million That's over amazing. that time. And the, I, I, it, the, it benefits a program called Scout Reach, which Ross Perot started, and now Trevor Reese Jones has picked up that mantle. Uh, and, and the idea is to give uh, uh, young people uh, uh, access and opportunity for the scouting experience, regardless of demographics, regardless of you know fa family dynamics, um, and so um, you know there's um, so, uh, some parts of town where uh, there there may not be willing and able fathers to. Uh, um, you know, or mothers to be den leaders or, or troop leaders. And so we will recruit, recruit police officers. Um, and, uh, and it's great. I mean, we'll come back and, and we'll, we'll hear uh, great stories. Uh, and, you know, some young person can say, well, you know, I could have taken the path of my friends and done some wrong things so I could afford $200 tennis shoes. But instead, <clears throat> Pardon me. Instead, I uh, am getting ready to graduate from Harvard near the top of my class. Mm. And, and scouting, um, you know, got me on the right path and it instilled some real principles and values. So, you know, I'm very proud of that. Um, I also, I, I've had some interesting uh, uh, health issues. So Baylor um, hospital has saved my life a few times. And so I uh, am a volunteer there um, in the uh, transplant department. And um, I make rounds and I talk to prospective patients and, and all that. So, uh, and then there's a, a host of other things. Um, you know, because our chain uh, really started in these small towns, uh, you, I, we think it's, uh, critical to give something back to the communities. And, and so we do that. Um, and you know, whether, whether it's providing food or uh, right now, we just have had a program where during the state fair time, we sold funnel cakes uh, and 50 cents goes to a, a charity that's, that's like a GoFundMe for teachers. Oh, cool. And so each each of our 218 stores then uh, 
uh, gets money that goes to uh, projects, and it may be a teacher requesting, um, you know, a, a a new chalkboard or something that may not be in the budget, or, or some, you know, supplies or things like that. So those are the kind of things that we do. Mark, you inspire me. Um, uh, promise me that uh, some of the nonprofits you mentioned. Promise me that you'll introduce me to them because they they need to come on the show too. To. Yeah. yeah, you're amazing. We're going to end with the website, which is of course goldenchick.com. The great Mark Parmelee. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, my pleasure, Jeff. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.